All right, let's get uh, back to the show already in progress. Okay. That's that's all staying in, by the way, probably. That's fine. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> the only way I could combat that is to edit it myself. And and... That's not happening. <laughs> I'm too tired for that. <laughs> uh... Yeah, so uh, just prepare to... Uh... It'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. Whee! I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the tracks. <laughs> Who doesn't love the bounce castle? <laughs> Hitler. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a wash and unbeatable goodness. Welcome, Pacers fans. You were listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. Today is February 26, 2023, and this is episode 636. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana, I'm your host, Joey Gafrida. The man behind the dials. This week, we're going to talk about a 1-1 week for the Pacers with games against Boston and Orlando. Joining me this show are two of our three analysts, Coast to Coast, like Buttered Toast. First, from Asheville, North Carolina, he's our in-house bartender mixing up the drinks and the crappy jingles, John Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? What is up on the Beatables? Uh, sorry to miss last week, but uh, listening, I thought it was an instant classic. You guys killed it. Um, I do want to uh, shout out, I don't think I've done this, uh, shout out uh, Angela and Amanda, uh, the the two wonderful women that uh, invited me to Asheville um, and that uh, um, are now sort of figuring out how to keep me here permanently, so... Um, as much as I have said that I'm sleeping on couches while I'm out here, I think, uh, this is starting to be my home. So shout out to Angela and Amanda. They don't listen to this, so it doesn't, they don't really need a shout out, but, uh, anyway. a spiritual shout out. Yeah. For posterity. So shout out ladies. From Boise, Idaho out West. It's our enforcer, John Harper. What is going on fellas? Uh, Shout out the well-coached Brooklyn Nets. He extended Jacques Vaughn through the 26-27 season. Yay! So things were going so well. I mean, you got to get guys locked in. So, Congrats to Jacques Vaughn. Hey, look, if you can get Jacques yeah. Vaughn, you got to lock him in. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 10 years, 150 mil, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. <laughs> I think most of his problems just walked out the door, so I think mm. he's in good. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, the solution did not walk in afterwards. That's true. Ah, Mikel Bridges, like when I put up forty points. Yeah. How much did they win by? <laughs> I think forty, right? <laughs> it was the difference. <laughs> Before we get into the show, would like to remind listeners that. They can support us, the longest-running Pacers podcast, by heading over to patreon.com slash undebeatables. And you can support our show for as little 
is a dollar per month. We've been, you know, we got Colson off the couch, so we're we're happy that they were that the FR. Um, but we got some ways to go. Where uh, we got to do a probably another. We probably got to do a tel- telephone, right? We can do still. still well, if you if if people if if fans want more T-shirts, we have to do a telephone. I think that's what it has okay. to be. I'm gonna call up uh, Nancy Leonard and see if she we can uh, borrow her services. You know she can run it. I know that's what I'm saying. We want to we want to run a good one. <laughs> All right, we are back from the All Star break, and Pacers uh, played two games this week. First one was against the Boston Celtics at home Thursday, February 23rd, and. Pacers lose this one, 142-138 in overtime. Pacers down much of the game, but fought back and you know, tied it up at the end of regulation, uh, but could not hold it down, uh, losing by four in the extra period. Uh, stand-up performers, Miles Turner, he was excited to, to, to show it off what he could do coming off uh, his break. Uh, 40 points, 10 rebounds, 2 assists, and a block. Uh, solid game for him. Tyrese Halliburton, 22 points, 14 assists. Uh, fantastic. And and Matherin, as he's been doing, is uh, crushing it from the bench. 19 points, 7 rebounds. And I guess, uh, of course, we've got on the Boston side, your, your Jason Tatums and your, your Jalen Browns, both putting up uh, 30 and 31 points. And Malcolm Brogdon, old friend of ours, Coming off the bench with twenty four points. Does that feel like a revenge game? He also had like seven and five. Yeah, yeah. No. He played, so that's not something that he always did for us. So. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> you started this. At the second game of the week, Saturday, February. Also, I, I loved Malcolm Brogdon. He was just he was just unhealthy a lot of the time. So that's the bummer that we had uh, with him. Saturday, February 25th, Pacers took on Orlando, and they win 121-108, to 108. and I think this was one that, uh, I was worried that we were going to win this game, and we did. Uh, this is, you know, Orlando's a hard team to to lose to. Very difficult to lose to. We weren't able to get there, and we weren't able to get there. Miles Turner, 24-8, and eight. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, 15-14. and 14. That we had uh, Benedict Matherin, 19 points off the bench. And Jordan Wara, 18 points, Woo-woo. 8 rebounds, 6 assists, and a steal. What's up, new he guy? The, he's the new guy. Getting getting some, uh, you know, it's sort of high-performing game out of, out of the new guy. The guy, the you know, the, the freebie we got thrown in on some, uh, you know, uh, trade deadline action. So... Anyway, uh, one in one week, you know, I called, I called for the, uh, you know, the reverse sweep or whatever you want to call it, but um, Orlando, you know, Orlando's gonna Orlando, and you know, you, it's hard to fight that. <laughs> I don't know, Harper. Wh- what do you think uh, is a takeaway from this week? You know, the one one thing I guess you probably want to talk about was Goga Batadze has was picked up by the by the Magic and uh, posted. Uh, what I think Colson described a loud six and six game. Yeah, it was it, the uh, the three shots heard around the world. Um, 
Clearly the headliner of this week was, yeah, going up against Goga. Um, yeah, no, you're right, Joe. It, uh, the Magic are, the Magic can sell at what they do, which is losing. Um, but it was a fun week of basketball. Um, you know, it's, it's good to get a win. And that Boston game was just fantastic, um, especially the third quarter of that thing. Man, so many amazing plays, very back and forth. I had a lot of time to prepare for the best team in the league, and it really did a great job. Um, you know, in the final analysis, they ended up posting 142 on us. Uh, but we did some good things defensively against them. Uh, we certainly made them work. This looks, uh, to all appearances, like maybe a budding rivalry. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton and Marcus Smart getting into it. Um, there were there were some tees. It was a fun game. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, no, I, uh, the, uh, Carlisle afterwards was, was talking a little bit about the, uh, uh, free throw discrepancy, but there wasn't really much of one. Uh, just Tatum went to the line a bunch. Um, but that's what he does for a living. So, um, I thought this game was great and it, it, you know, ultimately it came down to a couple missed shots for, uh, the Pacers down the stretch, um, at the end of regulation. And then, uh, rebounding in overtime. Oh, yeah, uh, it was rebounding. Yeah, so we, um, so we play great defense. Uh, Boston, we, we, the game's tied, I believe. Uh, Boston misses a shot. They get the offensive rebound. They miss the shot, and then Tatum, who shot the original three that missed, uh, which was well defended, comes in and and uh, gets the second offensive rebound and puts it in to f- essentially end this game. Um, you said. Uh, Miles Turner had a, an amazing game. He had 40 points, uh, but he needed 11 rebounds instead of 10. Uh, if he does that, this this game is maybe different. So, um, yeah, um, we did a ton of great stuff, uh, but you got to rebound the basketball, especially down the down the stretch. So, yeah, that was just a killer. I mean, they did everything they could to to, to hand that game to us at the at the mm-hmm. end of regulation. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean, just did. sloppy turnover stuff. That, yep. Stuff that you don't see these guys doing very often. Just throwing the ball out of bounds. Just uh, giving us shot we, after shot. And we I, I'm yeah. telling you, man, they they really left the door wide open for us. Um, unfortunately, we couldn't get quite a quite a good enough look at the end of regulation to to get one down. Um, but you know, I'll take the free basketball. This kind of experience is invaluable for this for this young team. It's a really, really solid effort coming out of the break. Well, and that's the thing, right? I mean, we're talking about playing against uh, the best team in the East. Um, You know, it was in our house, but it was, you know, it felt like playoff atmosphere. Like these guys competed and we played against the best team in the East Uh, shot for shot for, you know, uh, an extra five. So, uh, you know, uh, you got to feel good about it. Uh, And also if you're trying to tank, it's good to get the loss. Yeah, I mean, it's just good to see these guys not back down, right? I mean, right, right. This, this is not a team that that lacks in confidence, and when faced with, you know, a juggernaut of an opponent like, you know, maybe the guys favored to win the title right now, right? Um, you know, given some time to prepare and uh, you know, fresh legs, they 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 gave them all they could handle. It's a it's a really solid effort, and uh, you know, obviously they they were excited to get that taste out of their mouth and uh, took care of business against the Magic. For sure. Yeah, no, that Boston game was was one of my, 
you know, I've, I've had some favorite games over the over the season, and most of them have been wins, of course, because it's always oh, nice yeah. to I leave mean. with a win. But this was, <laughs> but this was, this has got to be in the top ten of, of games of the season for us. Oh, absolutely, and, and, uh, I really enjoyed watching it, and uh, uh, th- this Magic game sort of made me feel the same way I felt about the the Boston game on some level, which is we're a competent 500 basketball team and we're going to go out and play hard and we're going to win about half our games. <laughs> and, and we beat a team that's, you know, younger than us. Uh, you know, the, the, the people, the, the reason we won this game, I thought from, from watching it was, it was, it was mainly Halliburton and, and uh, Miles Turner, the adults in the room um, made this thing, um, you know, we're the difference here. Now I know Wara had a, a really nice game. Uh, this was my first real look at him, and he strikes me as an athlete more than a basketball player. Like he's got this nice, fun, floppy hair. You know, sort of almost a a, a scola scola kind of when he runs. You know, he's just he's just in the wind. Uh, but he can fly, and he got a bunch of offensive rebounds and lobs. Um, I don't know how much it translates to smart basketball decisions, but you know, he also had some assists in this game. Um, I think he's a, he's a great flyer to, to take on this. I just, he struck me as more as an athlete than a, um, than someone who's going to change the chemistry of this team, if that makes sense. I mean, I was, I was really impressed with him. I mean, he had six assists in that game and some of those were some, some pretty nice assists. I mean, that was just a really well-rounded effort, I thought, from from him. Um, and if he's going to play with that kind of confidence against, you know, other teams around the league, I mean, that's certainly good news for us. Um, sure. Should shout out Miles Turner in that in the Boston game as well. Um, set a new personal best for threes. He went eight to ten from beyond the arc. You know when you're going to want to go take down the uh, the green machine out there. You're going to need some big games from people. And Miles Turner had one that uh, that had him on their heels for sure. Well, what was the, the it was the he's the first center in NBA history to have 40 points, 10 rebounds, and eight threes. Yeah, I think that looks right. Sure, that's not bad. That's yeah. a thing. I guess a lot of centers don't shoot that many threes. I mean, it's not really a thing. I mean. It's a thing, but yeah, that's just... But he's only, like, the eighth player in NBA history to do it. Um, He just happens to be the only center to do it. So, like, that's pretty cool. Sure. Yeah. It's a a weird stat. (laughs) We're, you know, we're picking stats here. Yeah. I saw saw Clay today has had three games where he's shot 12 or more threes. Mm. Or hit them? Yeah. Okay. Because I'm assuming... shot... Yeah, no. He, he, he hit 12 or more threes. And apparently in his last one, he didn't even make it two-pointers. Just like all threes all day. <laughs> uh, Joe, did you um, did you have a different sense of Wara? Because I feel like uh, maybe I'm underselling him. No, I mean, I, I, I think that you may be under... Uh, he I mean, he had, he had a nice game. His, I don't want to. Yeah, I, I think he may be underestimating his like read on the game. You know, okay. that sort of basketball knowledge, right? Like, um, maybe not on the you know sort of the movement side of it, but, um, but yeah, I mean, to to pick up six assists is 
you know, by anybody is, uh, you know, you got to have a good understanding uh, of the game and where, you know, even, you know, that those are difficult things to do when you're not familiar with the players as sure, much, you know, sure. where, 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 you know, the teams, you know, when you've been with a player for a whole year or, or more, you know, where they're going to be, uh, you know, you know, you know where they want the ball, you know, where they're, they're going to be. And, um, you know, those, those, uh, you know, the, the assists are hard to come by. Uh, uh, they don't, and they don't, you know, you, you're going to get some freebies, but for the most part, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you know, understand what you're doing to, to get those. Well, so and the kid you were could, totally wrong. Yeah, the kid could jump out of the gym. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, to, to be a little more forgiving on this. I, I think my frustration has been that, that the coaching staff has just completely decided to bury Jalen Smith and Isaiah Jackson. They, they just don't see minutes anymore. We're just done with them. Uh, Daniel Tice is our backup center. War is our backup four. Like, there's just, there's just no room for. Isaiah Jackson and Jalen Smith, who are, I was convinced was the future of our uh, front court. So what do I know? Very little about basketball, apparently. Well, I will say, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, you were lamenting that the the ball wasn't really moving on offense the way that it had been earlier in the season. But I think that you can say that. I mean, we've largely fixed that. Yes, coming out yes. of the All Star break. I mean, I the, agree. The ball I was agree. certainly popping. Um, you know, guys are moving without the ball. You know, we got stuck in a few isolation plays with Halliburton where he liked his matchup. We were playing a little bit of matchup ball, but you know, as long as he's winning his matchups, <laughs> all is yeah. well. Yeah, no, you're right. I, I, I thought near the end of before the All-Star break, I was starting to get frustrated by the lack of movement. But these two games of, yeah, I mean, we're just so effective in fast break basketball. It's so fun. Like, we just get the ball and just chuck it down the court. It just guys are running. And, uh, you know, that's how we're scoring all these points. So, um, yeah, I, whatever edge we'd lost, it looks like it's back. So, you know, I expect us to get some wins here uh, moving forward. Yeah. I, <laughs> don't, don't seem I so just, just a whole, You know, just this, it's, you know, I just, I think during, during the week, you know, the games, you know, pull, you know, you, there's the, the excitement, you know, the extra stuff around the all-star break. And now for just this, now I'm just sort of at the realization that like, like you had said, you know, we're, we're a competent 500 win team, but we're also motivated to not win. And, you know, I just feel like there's like that reality of the, of of that truth is is sort of was setting on me this week that like you know it's it's we've got the rest of the, the like for the rest of the season I I don't think we're gonna see like you know we're gonna see some fun basketball but we're gonna lose a ton of games between now and the end of the season. I so I, I looked uh, at the the rest of the season. There's some winnable stretches in this thing. Um, I, I think we're probably going to win at this point somewhere between if we really are trying hard to lose 34 games. That that's what we'll win if we're um, if we win some unexpected games, we could win 37, 38. I mean, th- th- there's. There's room in this schedule. There's a lot of winnable stretches here. Um, I don't know if that's good for anything. That I don't think that puts well, us I mean, in the playoff the... push. 
And it doesn't. That's the problem. Yeah. Like we and it, it just pushes just, us out the of whole, the whole. But I want us to get better. I, I want us to play yeah. tough games like Boston and like get some experience. That's what you want from a young team. Um, that was a great game because we got a little bit of a sense of the moment and still lost, right? Like, I don't know. Um, beating up on Orlando, is that good for our playoff position? Sure. Is it good for our lottery position? No. Is it good for getting us better at basketball? Probably not. I don't know. Maybe we should just stop playing Orlando. I think we get to play them again very soon. Um, Orlando? Yeah. Not very soon. I don't think we play them again until... Are we done with them? I think we're oh, okay. I thought we had one more. <clears throat> no. I mean, in a couple of weeks, we've got uh, a Houston at Detroit at Detroit set. So that's, that's rack maybe up some wins thinking. there. That's what I was yeah. thinking of, maybe. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. just a lot of games that are going to be hard to lose. Yeah, I mean, there certainly are. But, I mean, the good news for us is that the West is in the midst of a really, really heated playoff run. I mean teams down to um i mean really 13 teams are in the hunt right now Mm -hmm. right it's only san antonio and houston that are out um so there's just there's not a lot of people who are gonna you know who are not motivated to win a bunch of games out there so right uh, i mean in in that sense that you know that that does play into our hands i mean uh, you know development has to come first here there's only so much you can do um, you know to control control the lottery balls so I agree. It was that, a good week of basketball. Focus yeah. on things that improve. You know, go and showcase it in games, and, and and just keep putting building blocks on top of each other. I really appreciate that, Harper. I think that's right. I mean, you know, I felt like at the end of last season we were kind of like, whatever. Hey, it's cool. Like, I this this feels different, and I'm hoping it stays different. Like, development is more important than the lottery because you have no idea what it's going to be, what it's going to look like. So, um. Halliburton's real good. What, just throwing up 14 assists a game? You know, the last two? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Super fun. And a lot of a lot of confidence from Coach in that Boston game. Had plenty of timeouts in our back pocket to use down the stretch and just kept not doing that and just letting the guys go out there and create and play ball. So cool to see from Coach. Looking ahead to next week, um, we've got at Dallas take on the Kyrie Irving led Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> that was the Luke Luca led. I don't know. I think Kyrie once Kyrie's the center of the universe, my friend. Yeah, and uh, we'll follow that up at the. <laughs> Center. I'm sorry. I was... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's he's the flat line of the universe. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate that. <laughs> then on March the second, we will proceed to San Antonio, where we will win a game, whether we want to or not. Right. <laughs> that team is currently, I think, on a what a 14 game skid. No, mm. 16 as of today. Okay. My bad. And uh, Sunday afternoon. Back to the United Center to complete a, a sweep of the Bulls. I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, Dallas is going to put up 146 on us. And we're probably not going to win that game. But we're we're beating San Antonio and Chicago. That's just happening. 
two and one. I'm going oh, two and, and I, one. Yeah, I lied. We did lose that. I forgot we lost that game in uh, October to uh, Chicago. So we're still two and one them. against them. We're year. still yeah. going to beat them. Yeah. yeah, we just for whatever reason we don't we don't lose to Chicago. Yeah, we don't like those guys. No, goes back to the uh, Jordan and Reggie strangling each other on the. I'm sure all of these guys were alive and remember that. I thought you were going to say it was it was uh, goes back to like uh, the like uh, ex- expansion of you know the United States uh, back in the, <laughs> oh, those days. I see. Sure. I thought this was like you know some old Indiana Illinois rivalry. Well, that's definitely a thing. We we uh, we feel like the little stepbrother. Uh, of Chicago, and we will always go in swinging. Because that's what do stepbrothers guys... do. I don't know. I don't. That was know. a bad metaphor. That was a movie too. <laughs> that I they fought. They fought a lot in that movie. I yeah, think. yeah, they yeah. Definitely did. All right, maybe it wasn't as bad a metaphor as I thought. <laughs> it was a better metaphor than you meant it to be. Yes, that is exactly true, sir. <laughs> Probably better metaphor than a movie. <laughs> but I guess that's a long way of saying that I think the Pacers uh, are going to go winless this week. I think they they've got it in them. What you know? The... You're telling we're going to lose against San Antonio. It's going to be nah. so hard to lose against San Antonio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you I think, think Rick Carlisle's right. a better coach than Rick Popovich? He can get out uncoached. Yeah. Get out on coach. Yeah. That's that's tough to do. Yeah. yeah, when you're like one of the best coaching minds in the world, like and you're instead of trying to win, you're trying to lose, like that's got to be like a whole 40 chess thing. Yeah. I I think we can do it. You know, I think that uh, uh I, I think that I think Carlisle's one of the coaches that doesn't matter. <laughs> Did I say that right? Sure. sure. I meant that uh, in a good way. <laughs> I mean, he's good at tanking when he wants uh, to. That, you know, that, it's a compliment. Sure. I promise. It, he's putting it on his resume. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> he was able to secure number one pick by tanking a good team. Uh, no, I think uh, I, I'll call for that. You know, again, yeah. I, you know what, Harper? I, I do appreciate what you said earlier, and I, I think that um, I think yeah. Hopefully, I want to just see this team go out and play, and I, I want to see them win games and whatever. At this point, we we've got our our core. You know, Miles Turner is a hundred percent a pacer for you know the next you know three hundred and fifty days or whatever, um, and you know I think we've got a, a good core of guys. Except what you said, Jalen Smith and Isaiah Jackson. Those guys are. They, how could they not right. see a minute of time? Like a minute of time. They're not worth a minute of time? Come on, Carlisle. What's going on? So, we've got that going no, on. No, I was just, boo. I, Can I boo this? Boo. <laughs> boo this man. Uh, it's hard to say Wara wasn't earning his minutes. No, I agree with that. And I and I understand that the, the, the small lineup has been winning us games because we shoot a lot of threes. But we're also losing games because of rebounding. And... Jalen Smith and Isaiah Jackson are our best two rebounders on the team, so maybe they should see some minutes. I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not uh, Carlisle, who you know is so good at 
winning that he can tank on purpose. Like I get it. Mm-hmm. I understand that he's a you know a basketball genius, but man, maybe I would have thrown in an Isaiah Jackson on that last play. See what happens. I don't know. Against against Boston well, when we lost. You you mentioned some some uh, <laughs> coaching decisions and. Uh, and I did want to, before we go, I just did want to talk about uh, Atlanta. Uh, what's the, what is it, the five little points? Mm-hmm. Uh, is that our segment, five little points? It is. Uh, weekend update. Little five <laughs> points is the neighborhood in, yeah. in Atlanta. Super cool area. And we have five little points sometimes. Sometimes. Here's the first one, and I'll throw it to Colson for the, the last four. Uh, the f- <laughs> first one is uh, Nate McMillan, as we had discussed uh, previously, uh, was let go, but they have hired someone in his place, and it is former jazz coach Quinn Snyder, and they got him on a five-year deal. Whoa, so, that is... All right, four little points. Uh, that's a huge contract for Quinn Snyder. Yeah. Uh, look, he was very successful with the Jazz uh, to get to the second round over and over again and then lose. Uh, but, you know, being relevant matters. So uh, it just seems like an overpay for Quinn Snyder. Uh, point little two. Um, Trey Young, is he good? I don't know. Like, I mean, is he a superstar? He could hit. Uh, long threes uh, he can bitch a lot and get his coach fired um, I think he's soft and uh, I don't like him I don't <laughs> know why he's your franchise player uh, point little three no trades but John Collins still on your team you you picked up uh, I guess they did pick up Sadiq Bay. Um, is that getting you to the Playoffs? Probably not. Uh, point little four. Atlanta. Uh, been to your city. Uh, it's tough to get around, but uh, Uber fixes everything. Uh, nice neighborhoods there, particularly little five points. Uh, point little five. Atlanta sucks. Uh, the team, not the city. Um and I assume that Quinn Snyder will get you no farther than um, a first round out. Actually, probably a uh, play-in out. And I expect the Pacers to be dominating you over the next half century. Harper, counterpoint. <laughs> well, well, uh, I would argue that uh, that the previous coach did plenty to get himself fired. Um, didn't really need Trey Young's help with that. Um, I, Quinn did a pretty good job, and he's got a lot of talent here, so it'll be interesting. I don't, I don't. Do do we know how much he got paid? Five years is a long time, but you can just, just fire guys. You know what I mean? That's true. You yeah, just fire you guys do, all the time. You, just, you don't care. You just yeah. You can just let them go for right. They have no, like. This is the weirdest thing about coaching in the NBA. Like we we don't just like go year to year because everybody knows that you're playing year to year and uh, they can just fire you whenever. So Yeah, but they got to pay you. True. So, you know, I 
if it was me, you know, you if if someone said, "Hey, I'm going to pay you year to year," and then Atlanta came came by and said, "I'll pay you for five, and we may fire you this summer," <laughs> fine, I get I get five years of salary, and I'll go work for somebody else. Or I wouldn't, but I, you know, I'd be. Uh, oh, you would. You would. Up. You just yeah, put your feet up on the beach. Yeah, of course. Yeah. If I was even, you know that inspired to get to the beach you know we'll see we'll see where it takes me when i got five years of coach money and it look this is this is a challenge to the nba hire me five years let's do it uh, uh point little six coke is responsible for diabetes right <laughs> i don't i don't think that they help but uh why they invented uh, Diet Coke and Coke Zero. That's right. That's right. Not related to diabetes. diabetes. Solved. Solved. So, as far as I can tell. Snyder actually, so Snyder actually has coached in Atlanta before. He was an assistant to Coach Mm. Bud uh, before he left for the Jazz in 2014. Uh, And he did take that team to, what, six consecutive playoff berths? Yeah, and then they they went to the Eastern Conference Finals like uh, it was the conference semis twice. Did they not get to the Eastern Conference Finals one year? Was that when they'd have like all five guys as Player of the Week? Yeah, they, yeah, that, that was the year that they got all five guys in the All Star game. It was like Horford and um, that's all I remember. Horford was on the team. <laughs> they had a good balanced team. Mm-hmm. Did pretty well. Yeah, consistent. He will, he will definitely have his hands full trying to get everybody on the same page in Atlanta. No two ways about that. Do you guys just like Trey Young more than I do? Is that what's going on? Uh, I mean, it, it's not easy to find a guy who can, you know, a 27 and 10 guy. He's having an off year and he's 27 and 10. You know what? I am willing to volunteer and not play defense in the NBA. Can I get higher? I mean, if you've got a reliable 30-footer, yeah. <laughs> if you can put up 27 and 10, I think there will be discussions. <laughs> and if I'm the coach, yeah, I'll get you on that team. But you, 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 Did you even go against Quinn Snyder? I mean, what's, did you try to like put your name in the hat? Uh, I, I blame your I, agent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what's going on? It's Colson. That's the problem. Yeah. Come on, Colson. I, I I got locked out of my email this week. It just it was the whole thing. Was the whole thing. Forgot my password. Sorry. Uh, oh man. No, I mean I'm. I guess you know. Look, there's Colson. I've named a bunch of guys in the league that I that have, or they have good numbers that you know I don't want on my team, and he's one of those guys. You know. You know, Russell Westbrook, you know, averaged a triple-double. I don't want the guy on my team, you know, like. He's not. He's he's, he's on the Clippers with your other favorite yeah. players in the league, which is R- nice. Like, yeah, they, they're collecting those. <laughs> they are collecting our least favorite players. <laughs> I, which is which is like a public service. I appreciate that. <laughs> Just take them all so yeah. we can like all yeah. the other teams more. Exactly. exactly. I don't have to hate five teams. I can just hate the one team. Exactly. And yeah. they're in LA. Yeah. I mean, they're making this really easy. This is good. I like it. 
Well, it's actually kind of cool because then if you get them all together, you know, maybe, you know, we always talk about the one knucklehead rule, but like, do you have a, you know, 12 knucklehead rule? Yeah. Maybe it's just like an odd even thing. Maybe you can have one, sure. three, five, or seven. You just can't have two, four, <laughs> six, or eight. That's an excellent and point. I'm, I'm going to have to go do some math, but I feel like you might be right. <laughs> When I'm coaching in this league, we'll, we'll we will find out the answer to this, uh, and I'll I'll pay for the uh, the um, you know uh, basketball reference premium membership to find. I'll, I'll use that to unlock um, some wins. Do they have a team. premium men- membership that we're not involved? Oh, in? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can. They have like searches you can only like that you can only do. What are we doing with our Patreon not. money? Come on. Right Joey, now, right now we're deeply engaged in a in a new manager search for Joey. Because, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like Joey is just like embezzling our money instead of giving us like <laughs> we need the deep dive on Basketball Reference, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Is that a, yeah. is that a Fabergé egg behind you on the shelf there? I hadn't noticed that before. <laughs> Me, so probably put the blur on my camera. <laughs> 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 it's weird that his cat wears a crown and his baby wears silk pajamas I, I don't know I, I, you know hey whatever got a flash and, yeah, I thought it was my, just his style my, well and my, my son is uh, he is just a whiz on basketball reference <laughs> for some reason <laughs> no idea why yeah it's it's you know, I think it's the kind of thing where you can pay, and then you can find those insane stats. Um, that what, what was there was one year that that they put some stat on the screen that made Thaddeus Young look like Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, because you could find some you know weird edge cases where yeah, Thaddeus Young is in the conversation for goat uh, if you frame things correctly. Yeah, ESPN made fun of that so hard. Yeah. They're uh, they're not wrong. But that young was Atlas, so I'll fight ESPN. He was. <laughs> you go fight them. Uh, great, my agent is going to be fighting a uh, television network. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and I assume you're going to hey, be look. physically like. Hey, it. yeah. It, ESPN. You know, come at me. Come bro. at me. <laughs> I ain't afraid. <laughs> I think on that note. Uh, we should probably. I'm gonna get give ESPN here. my address and <laughs> tell them to meet me on the front uh, on the on the corner. We uh, we'll get going here then, uh, so you can uh, write them a strongly worded tweet or email or probably you know I, don't, yeah, I was gonna violence. say you know, I don't have to do any of those things. I don't know how to do it, so uh, I'll probably yeah, make a, write a phone call. Line. Yeah. But if they call you, you won't pick up the phone. That's true. That's true. No numbers I don't recognize. Mm-hmm. It's a good trade to have in a manager. That's what I hear. Yeah, perfect. This is why right, Joey is, is, is definitely been placed in the NBA at this point. Yeah, that's why he's not the Atlanta Hawks new coach right here. <laughs> All right, back to the drawing board. 
I got five years or three months. Who knows before the that job's open again? <laughs> I like the idea that you just really want to go to Atlanta. We're just gonna... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They had some good restaurants. Mm-hmm. The good cultural scene there. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, we had that uh, the nice Coke Plaza or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was the Olympic area. There was the yeah, aquarium yeah. we couldn't afford to go to. Well, it was like $45 a pop. Well, yeah, but if we would have been if we would have spent half a day there, probably would have been worth it, but we were trying to like shoehorn it in for like an hour or something. Yeah. So, what are you going to do? Spend $45 on alcohol in an hour instead. Right. <laughs> Which is probably what we did. Yeah. Well, until next show, you can find us on Twitter. We are at Undebeatables. We are on Facebook.com slash The Undebeatables. Our website is TheUndebeatables.com. There's a contact form there. You can use that to send us a message. And an old-fashioned email. Shout out at TheUndebeatables.com. Also, we love phone and calls. The, just, just, just call us up. phone calls. Yeah, just call us up. Should I list your phone number here? <laughs> You can insert it in post, uh, and at the website slash store is where you can buy your small t-shirts. For the architect Donnie Walsh and our once and always Hall of Fame coach, Bobby Suclinard, turn out the lights, the party's over. Kept waiting for that to take a bad turn on me, and it didn't happen. I know it was like, you know, it was like real, real pleasant. I'm like the whole way through. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, a lot of times you you start like that, and then it turns into you know genre bending uh, finish. Often, you know, it's like a little lullaby. Hmm. I'd, I'd play that to the little one to help him fall asleep. Oh, everybody who's been listening to this has been long asleep before they get to the end. That's probably true. <laughs> That's probably true. I'm, yeah, I'm on the edge. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should uh, insert the uh, some of the more aggressive outros at intervals during the show to wake Ooh, people good up idea. and then sure. make them oh, pay yeah. to make it go away so they can Ooh. sleep okay so yeah so I, like it, it. unless you're a patreon you get like turn out the lights the body's over and like, <laughs> it's like every, every 15 minutes yeah exactly <laughs> or every five minutes they <laughs> 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 have They'd have no way for that not to happen except to give us money or just turn it off forever. Oh, 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 oh. And they wouldn't do that, of course. How could could you not live with all of this deep pacer knowledge? (laughs) And and screaming in your ear. (laughs) 